And we're back. We're back. Sick. All the actors are done. No more actor talk. No more. If you say another actor out of turn, podcast is over. It's over. It's over. Just say some directors. All right, cool. Um, Unless they've acted. Um, oh, damn. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was like, Pop oh, quiz. there is actually. Yep. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, the first one I was about to name is going to be an oh, overlap. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, best director. Okay. So, the yeah, Todd Field was going to be the first one for Tar. Nice. Famously, Nick Nightingale and Eyes Wide Shut, the piano player who leads Tom Cruise astray. You are blowing my mind yeah. right now i yeah. had no idea that's why wow you know, he uh i think this is like he's directed a couple other like smaller indie films this is his first nomination as a director um he right studied gate dude he like yeah so he's only in a few scenes in mm-hmm. eyes wide shut but apparently he stayed on set the whole time and just kind of watched kubrick do his thing mm-hmm. so that's where he had a, like a bit of an apprenticeship mm-hmm. um the other nominees the um Slightly more well-known Steven Spielberg for the Famelmans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Household name. Yeah. Uh, Ruben Osland, who directed Triangle of Sadness. Very nice. Uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, the two Daniels, as they're known for everything, everywhere, all at once. Very nice. And the last nominee is Martin McDonough, who did Banshees of Inisherin. Wonderful. So those are the five. I, I like these. You know, these we, are all great. Yeah. I mean. Great nominations. Yeah. I am not uh, as aware of like everything a director can do. I feel like as I watch more movies and like read more, I'm like, I can yeah. sort of pick out who's doing what. Yeah. Um, everything, everywhere, all wants like a movie I've been saying like I don't love, but mm-hmm. everyone who like Amy went to film school and she's like, mm-hmm. I don't think you can deny like how successful they are and like being able to pull that off. Yeah. Because there is so much going on and it's not like. Yeah. There's a lot going on, which for me, I'm like, I would love maybe a little less. Yeah. But like at no point but does it's it everything feel... Conf- it everywhere. Is. It's in the title. They told All me what it was before I went there. <laughs> you knew. You um, knew. <laughs> but it is It is truly like, yeah, it's impressive. Like, because there is a lot of different stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't... Yeah, I have no real... I'm a little confused on like Triangle of Sadness. Um, I have a thought on that. Not one. that I disliked it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't love it, but I, it just, it didn't, there are other movies yeah. that stuck out to me as like being more technically proficient. Mm. I know Ruben Oslin has, um, I believe he has won an Oscar for best foreign feature mm-hmm. for force majeure. Oh, um, sure. Which is great. But so I think like he's someone the Academy knows. Yeah. Um, that and makes they sense. have been like recently throwing in sort of one foreign film nominee into the director circle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like I think Cold War was one a few years ago. Parasite famously like ended mm-hmm. up winning. Mm-hmm. Um, Drive My Car last year got that spot. Yeah. So it kind of like keeps that tradition going. Yeah. But yeah, you have a that makes sense. Oh, I was just going to say like God, what I listed for directing was like, well, I'll just say it outright. Tar, total package for me. Me So, like, that's my vote. I get what Amy's saying about everything everywhere because, yeah, 
as far as what directors do, like they're that movie reminds me a lot of like an Edgar Wright joint where it's like oh. stylistically yeah. you can tell like if you've seen any of the like Daniel's other music videos or like a Swiss Army Man or something okay, like that. Think, Swiss Army Man, yeah. which I I really liked. Oh nice. Um, yeah, 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 I had a great time with that. That yeah. was like a very pleasant surprise. I had never heard mm. of them before. Um Yeah. Also I love <clears throat> both Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano. So Oh damn. Or Dano. A lot of yeah. lot of lot of Dan's. A lot of Dan's. Daniels. Daniel, Daniels, Dan Danos. Daniels, Danos. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. Um but yeah, they you can tell it's it, for lack of a better term, it's like it's got their stink all over it, you know? Like, you can tell it you from know. a mile away. Like, you know, as soon as you've seen any of their other stuff, you're like, oh, this. Like, so in that regard, it's like, I think it is a successful, like, directorial nod. Because it's like, oh, they crafted this. Like, they they had their hands in every part of this thing. And it's their vision. And you can tell. To that end, I think... It's not like it's, uh, it just, you compare it to something like Tar and you're like, oh my God, like this is great, but it's like the subtlety isn't there. And I know I keep throwing that around, but it's like, I think that's where like what separates the men from the boys type of thing is like something that is so intangible and like the undercurrent, everything everywhere doesn't really have much of an undercurrent. Of anything. No, everything like, is on the surface. Everything which I think that, is yeah. why partially why it didn't work for me too. Like mm-hmm. I I yeah. like a bit more ambiguity. Um mm-hmm. and like I think like, yeah, if something is vague, I mm-hmm. think that's bad. But if something is ambiguous where it's like mm-hmm. they're giving you everything that you need to and see on to here. You. And yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I I I also am like do I just say like subtlety because I don't see everything that they're doing? But I think like mm-hmm. if you can watch something and you're not like, this is exactly what they did here, but you know, mm-hmm. you feel that it was like expertly crafted. Mm-hmm. That to me is like the sign of subtlety from a director. Totally. Um, I agree with you on tar. I mean, yo. And then to that end, this is where I'll weave in one of my uh, more technical aspects. Uh, everything everywhere is up for editing. I call horse shit. That movie is way too long. Too much editing. And it is, and for what, too much editing. It cuts, yeah. It cuts, too much going on. It's somehow too much editing and not Not enough. enough. Yeah. It's, that movie is at least a half hour too long. Like, it's crazy. And people like rag on Lord of the Rings for having seven endings. Like, this movie, come on. Like, I was sitting there just being like, look, this was a good time 20 minutes ago. I'm with you. You know. That's also And that's how... a director thing too. It's not okay. just the editor. Like yeah. they are in the room too. Like they should be able to like kill your darlings kind of a thing. Did the know? Daniels also ed- do they also edit their own films or not? If they did then that makes even more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, they might have cuz oh, fun fact. This is a fun, more of like a fun They line. did not. They did not. Okay. Uh, a ma- an editor called Paul Rogers did that film. All right. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like an Academy Award nomination for that. Like that, mm, I don't know. Because that's one of my biggest problems with that movie is its length and not knowing when to shut itself off, basically. Um, I'll leave it there, I guess, just because like, I mean, personal, I don't know. It's interesting to know. I think like, let's, I want to talk a little bit about that in like, Mm. in a grander sense of like, for me, um, I know like you've done a lot of editing work in your career for fun like 
for me, when I'm watching something, the editing is like kind of what um, does like if something has momentum or a mm-hmm. cadence to it of like. I'm never getting bored by this story. I feel mm-hmm. like that's a good sign or you're not noticing when things change rapidly. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's a good sign that like the directing and the editing is doing its job. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it should be invisible. Is, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I mean, I think a lot of movies are 20 minutes too long. It's true. Uh, and then it's like, true. we forget that like, yeah, a lot of editing is just like, and directing is knowing when, okay, we don't ne- necessarily need this, mm-hmm. but it's always hard. I think when you're in the moment to like, Oh, cut something totally. you love. Totally. And like, you're like, you're afraid if you cut it, it it's cause it, you know, I rag on it, but it's not as much as it's not as simple as being like, Oh, just cut that. It'll be fine. It's like a lot of things play off one another. You can't just like straight up, take a lot of stuff out and not expect the story to suffer like that kind of thing. Yeah. But again, that goes down to directing and where it's like, did we need this in the first place? Um, what's going to work, what's not going to work. I don't know. That th- I only pointed out for this one because of the editing nod and because it was a film that stuck a- out to me immediately as I was watching it that it was too long. And yeah. I was just like, oh, boy. But to the directing nod in particular, it's like you can tell it's a Daniels film, and that's really cool. Yeah. I And they made it for... Was it like twenty million? Yeah, bucks? I think for the but like Amazing. it's incredibly impressive. Yeah, what they pulled off with like, mm-hmm. yeah, the budget they had. I hate ragging on it because it's so cool that to the what they did and like yeah. oh I was gonna say another like tidbit that I learned six people across the like world all remote did all the special effects for that movie. Oh wow, six people. It's nuts. Okay, that's wild. I think <laughs> it's like, like yeah, crazy. That's another. It's just like yeah, these things where you can be like, it's not for me, but mm-hmm. how can you not at least have respect for yeah. like how they pulled this off? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. The director nominees are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think like, I mean, yeah, I would also pick Tar. Yep. Um. I have a few more. We already mentioned RRR. I think like you can't really pull that off if the director's not doing a great job. Oh yeah, that one is like. Because talk about somebody who has to have their hands in every piece of the puzzle or whatever, however that goes, that's the total package as well, where it's like that person is crafting that story and setting the tone for everything coming coming down from like the acting to like the framing to like the choice of how it's shot, like with the DP and everything like that. And then editing is like, are we holding too long on this? Is this supposed to be funny? Is this supposed to be serious? Is this supposed to be dramatic? Is this, you know, that kind of thing. And that movie, all cylinder, it's firing on all those cylinders. Yeah. And that is somebody who like knows exactly what it needs to be when it needs to be that sort when of thing. You, when you described RR like in that way just now, in conjunction, like I feel like it has a lot of similarities with tone shifts and, um, and acting that, everything everywhere all at once does. Mm -hmm. And now like comparing the two, I'm like, I feel like RR pulls it off Mm -hmm. in a much stronger way. Mm -hmm. Um, but those are two movies that are like constantly shifting tones, Mm -hmm. um, have like a small group of characters who are always like front and center. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of technical like set pieces that need to be pulled off and a lot of coordination Mm -hmm. and like, you know, to varying degrees. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wanted to shout that one out. We talked about Nope. I think like man, Jordan Peele just knows how to make something look stunning. Yeah. Um, 
this movie, there's a lot of like gazing at the sky mm-hmm. and like it's, a, you know, kind of a relatively like remote Western landscape, like mm-hmm. outside of LA. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just kind of, there was a lot to, uh, there's a lot buzzing around the yeah. VFX community and how they shot that stuff. Oh yeah. And I think, I don't know if it actually ended up being used in the film, but there was some technique they used to shoot like day for night um, on all that stuff that was like not as straightforward as like color correcting, like not as straightforward as shooting day to night. Like they wouldn't just shoot during the daytime and then color correct everything or like do a blue screen or whatever. They something about they shot on like not photo negative, but like a um, infrared camera and use that to like color correct stuff or like knock out the, there was this whole thing that went around there. There's this VFX channel. I watch corridor crew and they um they kind of tried to do a breakdown but they're like this is all hearsay at this point because they said they experimented with this but they never said they actually used it in the final film it could have been a lot of rotoscoping okay the characters out of the background and everything like that and just putting a bunch of cg clouds and stuff you know very very well done like i've never seen a movie that looked that good at nighttime no and it's definitely not real but I don't know how they did it. And it's a movie that like there are a ton of wide shots in it, mm-hmm. but there are a ton of like images that just have stuck in my head since I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's pretty rare where it's like yeah. I'm remembering specific shots mm-hmm. of something that like only grow in how much I appreciate them until after mm-hmm. the fact. I think like he still has great timing and like framing for little scary moments here and there. Mm-hmm. Like this is not. Um, us or like mm-hmm. even get out in terms of like the horror. There's mm-hmm. not really a horror element to it, except like yeah. those kids who are dressed up like aliens yeah. running around. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just the way Which that it's framed, though. it was t- yeah. like it, it got me. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of darkness. shots of people like looking yeah. up mm-hmm. or just the vistas that really stand out, or like that shot of um, the like wacky inflatable tube men. Mm-hmm. Like he just knows how to pick visuals. Yeah. Um, oh my the, God. Like, You're the totally horror right. set on the, on the scene of the old sitcom that they keep flashing back to, mm-hmm. which like, yeah, there's just a lot that's stuck in my mind from that movie. And I think that's that credit to him is such a good point is like, he, I don't know if you'd call them set pieces or whatnot. I mean, to point they are, but it's like, he finds this like iconic imagery like remember last year we were talking about like drive my car, how it's like, there's a striking thing in that movie that just is inherent, which is the red car. Yep. And it's striking inherently just the way they're framing it and driving through all these cities. Like, nope. Like has all these very striking pieces of imagery, like the field of wacky inflatable arm flailing tube men to the, um, the UFO itself. That's it's one of the coolest depictions of a UFO that I've ever seen. Yeah. The way it moves, the way they don't show it a lot. Um, Like the characters they bring in and like you're seeing everything through their eyes and through their point of view. Never once are you like just kind of experiencing like, oh, I'm just experiencing a bunch of like CGI or something like that. So you're seeing it through real people's eyes and it's framed from the ground up basically. And so it has that much more impact and you're feeling that terror with people. And I think when you combine that with just like these inherently interesting visuals to exactly what you're saying, Jordan Peele, like I think that's the director's job 
too, is to like frame this, whatever the scenario might be, driving a car or like you're being hunted by a UFO in the canyon. Like, how is that going to stick in people's minds? Because a lot of movies have done a lot of really creative things and we don't remember them because they're not framed the right way. Right. Because they, they're just not directed properly. Yeah. You know. And I think like if you can remember almost like still images from a movie, mm-hmm. then like that means. Yeah. You know, we often remember like the big action set pieces or like the mm-hmm. monologues and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I think there's like a lot of quiet and like still. Mm-hmm. stillness in this movie because yeah you're like looking up at the sky trying to figure out is mm-hmm. something amiss like and it still sticks in your head mm-hmm. um but you mentioned that yeah he tried some new technology mm-hmm. another man who loves to fuck with new technology big jim james big jim, cameron dude <laughs> avatar the way of water i think <laughs> this is as good a time as any to talk about yes. it. yes um because you know, famously, Avatar, what, came out in 2009? Mm-hmm. So f- almost 14 years later, 13 Man. years later. Um, all that time because he was developing new technology to be able to film underwater and have it look as good as it does. Yeah. And I got to say, um, worth the wait. 100%. Uh, yeah. It looks... Not, for me, like, okay, I also love nature documentaries. Mm. Um Avatar, like, you know, the first one, there's nothing complicated about the plots of these movies. No. Um, and it, it's like people can, you can complain about it if you want, but that's not what James Cameron is like interested in or worried about. Like mm-hmm. he, he has created his own world. Mm-hmm. He, and has, now he gets like, to play in it. Yeah. yeah. And, he has sh- <laughs> and he like shoots it, you know, to be able to film underwater rather than like making it look like that with like, you know, obviously there's a ton of CGI as well, but like Mm -hmm. they developed the technology they had, like people learned, I think like Kate Winslet learned, uh, broke the record for like holding your breath underwater (laughs) during this movie, which is like insane that like everybody's equally committed to being like, let's actually shoot We're if we're going to make a movie called avatar, the way of water, like let's actually shoot it underwater. Yeah. Uh, and it looks stunning. It works. It's completely stunning. I have, a couple things to say about that as well. Just more, this I'll weave in my technical uh, tidbits here. I don't know where to go. Um, I was going to say, this is where, like, he keeps changing the game for visual effects with, like, he did it with Avatar, the first one, and he's doing it again with this one. Just, like, leaps and bounds. Everything they're doing in that movie is light years ahead of, like, most every other Hollywood picture. A lot of the visual effects categories, like they're great. I think we're at a point now where everything looks pretty darn good. If they try, obviously there's still crap that comes out, but like that's why this category is so tough. And if avatar doesn't win visual effects, like it's a crime. I don't know what they're, it might be an argument to be said. It's like, it's, just that whole movie is a visual effect. And so whatever, then they might give it to something else. But I, I just wouldn't understand why, because they're breaking the, their barriers constantly with that movie. So, I mean, he spent like a decade making deep sea documentaries so that mm -hmm. he could develop Mm -hmm. new technology to shoot avatar. Yeah. And if that's Uh, not award worthy, I don't know what is. I agree. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, really liked it overall. Yeah. Um, and but I yeah, it mostly it looks stunning. I mean, yeah. parts of it to me, I'm like it maybe makes like a better nature documentary than it does like narrative film. Mm-hmm. But everything wor- is working together to like it's another like I don't know. I used to have a thing about movies being too long. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you feel it, and it's frustrating it's a in bit. those situations. Yeah. But I don't know. The more and more I see like films that have longer runtimes mm-hmm. there's a bunch this year that were like over two and a half hours yeah most of which i was entertained with like that did yeah. like avatar did not feel three hours long no. to me no uh tar did not feel that long no um even like babylon which we haven't mentioned yet mm-hmm. um is ve- like three hours long and but didn't to feel me it. it did not feel that long didn't at feel all it. yeah um even like triangle of sentence which i didn't love was like two and a half hours long and that felt like that one I mostly had, okay oh really that one i had some issues with yeah i think it really sagged um kind of like towards the middle and then when they got on like the like the last third of the movie, sure. it was okay. That was pretty much. A, I mean, that's it, fair. not a slog. I think no. everything there was good, but I think it could have used some judicious sure. editing. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I think that one for directing, um, I was gonna say that that one probably deserves a directing award because of strictly for acting. Yeah, like strictly for directing the actors. I should say, um, everything about it was like fine or whatever but like the acting is like the standout for me like how like the micro interactions between everybody and you know it's all in this like posturing and like things like that aside from Woody Harrelson there aren't like big names in that Mm -hmm. movie yeah but everybody is so good yeah exactly Um, exactly I think okay a couple more directors uh Park Chan-wook uh decision to leave did you see decision to leave I did okay I didn't love the movie but it's another one where like I keep thinking now back on like certain shots of the film. Oh, really? Like the way that they look down from like the cliff a couple of times at like where the first guy dies. Off. Mm-hmm. Like um, a lot of scenes of just like two people in a room like blocked against mm-hmm. um, a certain wallpaper or like the way that he shoots like the sushi takeout dinner that they have. Like, um, so I just wanted to shout that one out. I think he's kind I mean, he's... The Handmaiden is probably my favorite of his films. Old Boy is also up there. The Handmaiden. Um, Why yeah. can't I remember The Handmaiden? I don't know. Shoot. It's kind of told in like three stories. It's um, a South Korean immigrant in Japan, like infiltrates kind of a family. And mm. it's hard to explain. There's, I might have to. There's multiple scenes of like full on um, like lesbian porn. That's the easiest way to get someone to remember. Yeah, no, I missed that one. It's very good. Okay. Um, the other director is um, oh uh, Edward Berger, who directed All Quiet on the Western Front, which we both recently seen. Um, that is like that's a movie that got a bunch of nominations, yeah. and I think not a lot of people had seen it at the time. But it's yeah. on Netflix, so it's like pretty easy to see. Yeah, it is. You know, I don't know if people have read the book or seen the older movies. Mm. It's it is um, harrowing. It's not an easy watch, but I think technically everything about it was like pretty technically perfect. I don't know how they pulled off some of notch. it. Yeah, um, it's difficult. Like, it's a movie that's difficult to recommend because I'm like, you are going to be kind of just like you are in war for yeah two and a half hours, and it's like it's very unpleasant. Yeah, but um, I don't know. 
It they was shot so a lot of well that done. at night too. Like cinematography looked beautiful there. Mm. Um, God, that was a beautiful. Yeah, movie. There's a lot of like Holy tracking smokes. movements of like people running from one trench to another. Yes. Um, you always, even in like the battle sequences, like I felt I always knew where I was with the camera yep. and like who I was looking That's at. That's so like, hard to pull yeah, off. Dude. Really hard. Man. Yeah. That yeah. is just kind of like, yeah. I feel like that movie overall is technically masterful in the way that I'm like, mm -hmm. if it wins awards, like I will not. Yeah. It seems it. like a very easy one to give a lot of awards to. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad at all. Cause I was like fully engrossed in that movie. I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did. I'm not exactly like a war movie aficionado or anything like that. Or I don't even gravitate towards them. Cause I know there's going to be a lot of people dying in the mud. But damn, like that movie was so, it was for, it was like two and a half hours long, but it didn't feel it. And it was like, even though it was unpleasant to watch, I was in it. Like, holy it, it's cow. It's like a rare movie yeah. at home mm -hmm. where like, that is that long, especially mm -hmm. where I felt like as I was watching it, I was treating it like I was in a theater or like I turned all the lights off. Uh, like 10 minutes in, yeah. I was like, oh, this is an experience. This is going to be like an experience that yeah. might not be pleasant because, mm -hmm. you know, they pretty quickly are like, this is sort of like the, the horrors of war and yeah. they aren't shy about it. No, but it also, I, it didn't, it didn't ever feel like it was like trauma porn or anything. No, like sometimes sure. Like, but I feel like more, a lot of other war movies that you see, like, you're like, okay, you didn't, or even like action movies or like, mm -hmm. like revenge movies and stuff. Like that's kind of the point of a lot of them. Yeah. This one did kind of just feel like this is some terribly like difficult things to see and watch, mm -hmm. but it's, it felt truthful to like what they were trying to tell. I think it's cause you're always seeing stuff through the eyes of the character. Yeah. Like, and that's why it doesn't feel like trauma porn. That's what. It, that's why it doesn't feel like you're just like witnessing all this crap happening to these poor people. You know, it's more like we're witnessing along with the character just how terrible all these things are, and we don't. We're not left to linger on it. We're left to experience it with them, and that's why it's not yeah. like gross. True. Like, that's you know. a great. Yeah. Like because we're seeing it through their eyes, it does feel like it has a more human element to just being like, here's mm -hmm. some mm -hmm. like difficult. Cause imagery. it moves the characters forward yeah. too. You're like, Oh, if we experience this with him, we know what he's going through. It's not just like, Oh my God. It's not like watching one of the saw sequels, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I know what one, one could argue that like, Oh, well you're in that with those people too, but you don't know anything about those people that, you know, except for this one, you know, thing that they're paying the price for or something. And it, they linger on all the gore and everything like this is like the reason they do it in a movie like all quiet is because they want you to feel the emotion and the, the struggle behind what's actually happening on screen. Like that scene with the dude, that he uh, gets in a knife fight with it the in the crater, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. basically. I was like on the verge of tears during so, that. Oh yeah, we were like sitting there, feeling really uncomfortable, but not, not from like a gore because of the per human element of mm -hmm. it. You could see what it was doing, what mm -hmm. like the what war and these horrors were doing to these men, like psychologically, mm -hmm. in a way that is like, yeah, I was. It, it kind of like even for a while after the, we turned like the movie was over, mm -hmm. 
it sits with you, mm. not specifically like the images that are like gross or disgusting, but like the emotion and like the feeling and like mm-hmm. the, how difficult it must have been to be in those situations. Yeah. But yeah, I just think like that movie is a technical masterpiece on all levels. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I... I don't really have anything else director wise. So if you have any other notes you want to mention before we get to best picture, um, otherwise we can just, yeah, I was going to say just piggybacking off some more of the, uh, technical aspects, um, cinematography. I love everything about tar. Um, I think Elvis is flashier, but I think it still works all quiet. I think should get it because of what we were just talking about. Um, But I will go back to Tar to be like, even though it's, you know, we're not running through, you know, war scenes and stuff like that with people. And like, there's not like as much technical stuff happening and everything like that on screen. I think the way everything is strictly from a cinematography standpoint, like framing and like color palettes and everything, I think Tar puts you in each place and makes you feel that place specifically, like whether it be like a concert hall or like a uh, lecture hall or her apartment, all these different places. And they feel like those places, right? They feel like they're completely real. And I don't know if they, there were probably sets. I'm assuming they shot a lot of the concert hall stuff in like real concert halls, but like for everything that wasn't, blatantly obvious to be actually what it was i think they did such a good job at like recreating those and lighting them in a way that was like oh i feel this is like a a cold aristocratic like lifestyle or i don't know how you put that you know what i'm trying to say like her lifestyle like her level of her profession and everything here's this really like weird artistic cold sterile environment that she lives in you know and everything Mm -hmm. felt like Mm -hmm. it had the same iciness that like she has with other people and i yeah yeah, that consistency of tone across Mm -hmm. like and it like you know that's a movie where plot wise like there's not a it's not like you know characters have to get from one place to another or anything it's a lot of just like people talking or her Mm -hmm her you know doing her thing mm-hmm. and uh but it never it never felt dull it never felt mm-hmm. slow like you were always immersed entirely in this world i think yeah you yeah. saying like it everything felt real like you don't feel like you're mm-hmm. shooting on a set like you just feel like this is her life and like where she lives yeah um yeah that's great so that's my that's my argument for tar above all quiet but having just watched all quiet and just kind of like still sitting in that and how beautiful everything about that movie was like, I think it should probably go to, um, all quiet for sure. Um, and then the only other thing I'd say was I already mentioned the thing about trying the sadness, uh, banshees, man, that's a tough one. Cause it's so much smaller than the rest of all these, but talk about being put into place and sticking there. Yeah. It's great. It's beautiful. And the directing of the actors is great. Um, It's like, it's not a very long film and it shouldn't be. And they realize that and more power to them. I love that. You know, I don't know. That movie was a total package as well. So, um, I would get no, um, no complaints out of me if Banshee's won for directing, uh, Martin McDonough. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Fablemans is the only one I'm like, 
I didn't love it. So that's fair. Yeah. I think like for me, I don't know. I felt like, um, another, like another hot take I have is that Spielberg hadn't made like a great movie since 2002, which was like, um, or maybe it's 2001, same year. I think it was minority report and, um, uh, yeah. Catch Me If You Can came out like within a year of each other. And I was like, that Two was... heavy hitters. And like, not to say that I haven't liked any of Spielberg's movies, but I'm like, I'm kind of just like, eh, it kind of seems like he's coasting. Like, yeah. he's just so good yeah. that he's not really... He's do whatever he He doesn't wants. feel inspired by something like mm-hmm. in the way... But this one, I think probably because it was more personal story, like it did feel more inspired. I feel like he's getting yeah. back to it. Um, I love that. I don't know. Like, I have no problem really with any of the the um, nominations fair. there that's fair yeah. um but yeah uh, i think the last bit would be um well i was just gonna say for sound um i think these awards usually go to war movies so my vote is <laughs> yeah all quiet and there's I think a it lot all, of sound it, diver- it, it deserves it, it has to be effective yeah. like yeah. but to your like to what we were saying earlier, like you're never lost in the sound. It's not like disorienting, no. But it is. It it's incredibly like effective. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And I, I love think, the soundtrack yeah. for that one too. Oh yeah, the score was dope, dude. It was so good. Yeah. Um, just like every once in a while, when that kind that of like stabbing, yeah, like, like uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of like the trailer Brahms, yeah. but it's like. A, it's more differenter. No. <laughs> yeah, they like, did something there it where it catches like, you off guard yeah. too. Oh, it does. Like, it hits you at weird moments, it but it doesn't feel weird, out of place. No, it adds like a eeriness, like yeah. an overpowering, like larger than the current like situation feel. You know? Yeah. It just comes out of nowhere. I loved it. Me too. Um, and then editing, I think Tar because that movie just went. Mm-hmm. right by and it's almost three hours long yeah um that's a movie that like yeah it's i don't know if you don't have like a i don't know not not that there's there is a plot like you're watching sort of like the rise and the potential fall of like a genius mm-hmm. but um it moves like it's like almost like a thriller where you have mm-hmm. to get from one place to another mm-hmm. um and you're just like constantly feeling tension even when like yeah even when it's just two people talking about something that seems relatively mundane, like mm-hmm. you feel there's something at stake yeah, in those conversations all the time. Yeah. Um, and that's probably, yeah, because this is somewhat, if you're at the peak of probably your career or anything, like mm-hmm. there's always something at stake because you can't really go higher than that. Yeah. Somebody, so you're just kind everybody of like wants watching, you to fall waiting mm-hmm. for something to happen. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great shout. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd say editing and like, if it doesn't go to tar, like, Again, I think war movies in general, like I think because like what you're saying with All Quiet, like how you're never lost in the action. I think it's probably a great contender. Um, I was impressed with Top Gun, too. Yeah. And I think if that won, I wouldn't be mad because no. I think that movie and I could talk about it more. A little yeah, bit well, later. we're going to get to it. But uh, yeah, soon. that's great. And um, I think that was it for me. Oh, I was just going to say while we're still kind of hanging here in the technical things, the reason I wanted to bring up black Panther two again is because of all. And when, if you end up watching it, like all the underwater scenes are so clearly not to the caliber of avatar. And they came out. That's rough. That's rough for it to come out in the same year as avatar. And like the same month. I think it came out. I think around the same time. And it's like, 
any other time they might have been fine just fine though yeah. i think the whole conceit like when you see it like there's this whole like underwater like civilization basically but it's like the whole thing just looks really silly because they're just normal looking people like flapping around in the water like doing normal everyday things like <laughs> gardening and playing like yeah. ball and stuff like that and you're like the whole it's not necessarily the visual effects department's fault the whole thing the whole conceit is just kind of goofy yeah and so that stacked on top of it definitely was not filmed like avatar was the whole thing just sticks out like a sore thumb and you're like come on like this is this doesn't look like this looks like it was shot like two decades prior like it's it that's doesn't rough. look great yeah that's so, i mean that's probably i wonder if that's a, a thing of like if you hadn't seen if Avatar hadn't just come yeah. out with a film that's like mostly underwater and looks incredible, that you'd yeah. be like, okay, this doesn't look amazing, but like, but I saw, Black I don't Panther have a ton. First. Oh wow, okay, so, so it even yeah. stuck out to you, but and yeah. then you saw Avatar, yeah. and you're like, it's even worse than I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so rough. I'm just like, Ugh. fair enough. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the only aside because like, that's how much the visual effects from Avatar like. Are, yeah. are just like a step above everything else. Nice. It's like it puts other movies in the current year to shame, cool. <laughs> you know? So anyway. that's sick. Okay, great. Uh, best picture is really the only thing we have left. I, cause I have my own top 10. There's right. some overlap with the best picture, but I think I'll, I'll just, we've talked about most of these already. So yep. I'll just name the best picture nominations. All right. We can say, yeah, mm, I'll name them. You can give your thoughts, then I'll give my 10. Okay. Because I don't, I don't know. I'm like, should I can who cares? I'm sure you can guess what my favorite movie is based on what we've talked about, but. It's Elvis. <laughs> it's Elvis, baby. <laughs> followed, followed very closely by everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the Best Picture nominees are in alphabetical order. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, Banshees of Inishirin, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Um, I This is the first year. It's a crop. This is the first year I think I've seen every single Best Picture nominee since they went to like the up to 10 nominees. Oh, wow. Um, and I, I just almost say, had it if you hadn't lost that Women Talking to you. That's true. That's, that is on me. I have no, honestly have no idea that's where That's so went. bizarre. Um, but... The, I, I think like on every single one of these is like, you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, my least favorites mm-hmm. are Elvis and everything everywhere all at once and triangle of sadness. But that's to say that like, you know, those first two just probably not for me, mm-hmm. but el- like they both had something like Elvis, the performance in the middle is, is pretty enjoyable. Yeah. I don't know what Tom Hanks is doing in that movie. Um, triangle of sadness, like, yeah, not that bad. A bit, maybe a bit long, like didn't love it as much as Ruben Oslin's other movies, but like not too bad. And then honestly, like the rest of those movies are at least four stars for me. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I, I don't know here. I'll just say my top 10 and then we'll, we can discuss these as a whole. All right. So these are like pretty much ranked. Number 10 for me was Women Talking. Okay. Number nine, Jackass Forever. Yeah. Number eight is a movie called Athena, which we haven't talked about. Which is it's like, on my it's on Netflix. Yeah. It's awesome. It's um a lot of like long takes mm-hmm. of sort of some riots of the most and, impressive long yeah, takes I've really seen. Really cool. Yeah. Um 
it's about yeah three brothers in like the projects outside of Paris mm-hmm. and their other brother was like killed by the police and then they like basically revolt but they have all three of them have like different ways of how they think it should be done it's kind of like the family push and pull mm-hmm. of like what's the right way to go about this and then it's like are we making this worse for ourselves or like are we actually moving forward and there's just like a lot of great long takes and mm-hmm. action sequences and like it is a movie that for like it's not that long I think it's probably like an hour and 45 minutes or so yeah and it is it moves at an insanely fast pace yeah um yeah so I, yeah really liked it uh so that's 10 9 8 7 banshees of inishirin mm-hmm. 6 nope 5 rrr 4 babel i loved babylon and i'm i like babylon i'm part of babylon hive uh the <laughs> movies are great we love movies uh number 3 top gun maverick yeah uh cuz you know yeah dude top All gun three rules. Those, okay so like rrr babylon and top gun were three movie experiences that I had that were just like the theater was bumping in there for it. Nice. Um, number two, yeah, controversial, I guess, for you, the Fablemans, though. What? I really loved Tim. it. I guess oh. I wonder if it is because <laughs> I uh, can, like, I don't know. I just felt like Spielberg was back. I was expecting something that was a lot more like. Um, family friendly and like kind of oh, cheesy. It definitely wasn't. And I'm glad that he embraced like the messy side of like his personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I found the like teenage version of him very compelling. I thought like all the stuff in high school was like pretty entertaining. I think there's like some yeah. really, I don't know. It's it's a little cheesy because it's like about how a great director like became a great director. But I yeah. didn't. It didn't feel like overly self important to me it just kind of felt because of the family aspect of it like Mm -hmm. what happened in his family and like what he was old enough to like be privy to and like deal with the emotions of and maybe this is just because i can relate from like my own family Mm -hmm. but i'm like uh i felt like that sort of stuff made for made the story worth telling it didn't feel like he was just like i'm a great director like nearing the end of my career let me tell Mm -hmm. you about myself it was like the family part of it was very compelling to me. The parts about art as well. Yeah, I would say I like, really liked it. I really, I really did enjoy like the uncle coming in and oh yeah, saying, you know all those bits about like yeah. wrestling with doing what you love versus you know whatever else life might throw you. I think those are like super important. I yeah. did feel like it was a little masturbatory. That's fair. But, I mean, I, if it's a movie, you know, if you're making a movie about your own life, like. It's going to it's be. Gonna That's be. not something yeah. I can be like. To me, it didn't feel like yeah. I've seen plenty of other movies where it felt overly like that to me. But this mm-hmm. felt fine. And then I don't know. But okay, to our point, like there weren't a ton of movies this year that I were like, this is five stars for me. Mm-hmm. Any, I think all of these that I listed have that. A few of them, like I think Top Gun was like up there for a while mm-hmm. not like five stars but like you know close damn it's good but I, that's a movie where i feel like okay on i don't know on second or third viewing like i feel like i will love it mm-hmm. but i don't feel like it can go up like i know what yeah, it yeah, is. yeah um the fablemans maybe like babylon is something that maybe where i was like the more i've th- like thought about Babylon the further i've got away from seeing it the more mm-hmm. i like it mm-hmm. i'm wondering if like i watch it a second time I will see the faults in it more and sure. be like, but it, 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 you know, I don't know, maybe not. Cause it is inherently like kind of messy mm-hmm. and all over the place in certain parts. But like, 
I think that part of it is like the point. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel disjointed. It's just like here's a lot of stuff going on, but it mm-hmm. felt I was very entertained for most of it. Yeah, um, definitely. I don't think my issue with Babylon and not making it like a pure like five star is that I actually don't think that um, Brad Pitt was the right person to cast there. Same. His character is supposed like at the beginning it is. His mm-hmm. character is supposed to be like the most famous movie star and I'm like I get I get it. Yeah. But then but like the character arc is like he's supposed to be an actor in like the silent era and then it goes to talkies and he can't like live up to it. But unfortunately like Brad Pitt is just so famous that like I don't buy his fall from grace as much. Yeah. And I'm like I wish they would have Honestly like not, I mean, I don't know that it would have worked here, but like even like a Robert Downey Jr. or like Ooh. a Colin, like somebody who has had struggles yeah. in their career. Like Brad yes. Pitt has basically Squeaky became clean. a movie star, yeah, and has just been a movie star, yeah. Um, like they weren't like what the fuck, happened yeah. Like Brad Robert Downey Pitt? Jr., yeah. movie star, had like drug problems, mm-hmm. was in a bunch of shitty movies, mm-hmm. got Iron Man, like came back, mm-hmm. like. At least then I can be like, I buy a bit of the fall from grace. There seems to be, there's a quality about these other actors that are like, they're willing to show their flaws. Like Brad Pitt, you know, he, there's stuff, you know, in the news about how he treats his kids or family or whatever. Like, but he still it, projects yeah. as like the squeaky clean, like I am, I am just a movie star. Mm-hmm. Maybe even like Ben Affleck would be someone who was like, oh, was damn. totally at the peak. Yeah kind of fell off people like made fun of a bit like you'd believe it a bit more the fall from grace so i was like i don't buy sort of the ending of but like then there's a whole other part of babylon like that involves the margot robbie character that Mm -hmm. um and diego i forget his name sorry diego calva i think yeah Mm -hmm. that i was like okay i liked how it ended in the end but there were just not quite i was like again just you know not Mm -hmm. a five star yeah no, I agree. I think it was the clip show at the end that really yeah. uh, did it in for me. Yeah. It was, uh, that was... But they really, they showed a lot of Avatar in that clip show. A lot of Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> that Lingered so on some Cameron. Yeah. I'm like, wow. But yeah, anyway, it, yeah. it really was tacky no. to me. And I, I loved... But the, I loved it. Yeah. And the first... The rest of it. The first, like, two hours are so fast-paced. Mm-hmm. Like... The first like 45 minutes of the movie are like mostly that party. Yeah. And it's just it's like, like constant camera yeah. movement. Like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. All of that to say <laughs> the only, <laughs> my number one film of the year is like kind of head and tails above at no point did I waver on like what the best movie of this year was. Oh, And it's tar tar. It's tar for sure. Um, tar is great. And it's interesting. Cause like I, Every single person I have talked to who mm-hmm. has seen Tar mm-hmm. is like, what a movie. Yeah. What a film. Yeah. And yet it's still like, for some reason, that doesn't translate to the Academy Awards. And I'm like, you know, we have a lot of friends who are very into film. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's an art film, like whatever. But I'm talking about like my mom, my brothers, like friends who are like casual moviegoers and being like, what should I watch? Like I heard tar was good. And then they're like, this movie was amazing. Really? And that's I'm awesome. Like, across the board. I'm like, okay, but it's somehow like not the front runner to win. Maybe something will change. What is the front runner? To win? I think right now, uh, everything everywhere all at once and Banshees of Inishirin are kind of like head to head. All right. Okay. But I honestly kind of feel like 
given the other, like the BAFTAs all quiet on the Western front, like cleaned up. Yeah. And I kind of feel like as time goes on, like that might be a surprise. Winner. Yeah. Or like less of a surprise cause it's just getting more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I would go as far as to be like tar is the best movie I've seen in like the last five to 10 years. Ooh, I, mean, I felt like Martin Scorsese. Like the, yeah, I left yeah, that movie like, and I was I like, "Ooh, I am on movies are back. Movies are back, baby. I don't know where but they yeah, went, but that's my feeling. Damn. All and right. It's come up a lot from it's you as well. Good. in like the, uh, it's fucking good. In like the other categories of being like, you know, yeah. director editing, like, so yep. here. Okay. So that's a great top 10 list. I'm just going to go through what I wrote for, I didn't make my own top 10 list. I'll just go through what I wrote for the, for the best pictures. So we'll start with all quiet, all quiet on the Western front. Fucking death is devastating. Yeah. It's devastating. Devastating. I, my one caveat, but it is the thesis of the movie is like, it's very anti-war. Obviously that's the whole point. Yeah. Is it too heavy handed? But no, because I guess that's the point. It's yeah. like bringing you in saying like, this is why war is awful. I think we're like only all asking if it's too heavy handed because it's so hard to watch that we would have that's, loved. Yeah. We would have loved a little bit in there where it wasn't. Just some reprieve. Yeah. Not, not to say, not to be like, uh, don't dumb down the message or anything, but just no. like some reprieve. But it is yeah. relentless. Okay. Um, but I think it was great. The more I think about it, the more it's great. Yeah. And like the more it beautiful it becomes and everything like that. Just everything about it technically and otherwise is just phenomenal. Avatar. It's more original in the story department than the first one, True. which wasn't hard to do because that was just a <laughs> ripoff of a lot of other movies, but that's fine. Uh, I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gorgeous. Should win VFX, all this stuff. Like I was surprised that I cared about the characters as many of them as there are, I can't even remember their names, but like, you know, Same. the whole Sully family, I'm like, Oh wow. They each had their own little thing to do and yeah. all this kind of stuff. I don't think it's like best picture material though, because it's not like the total package. I'm with you. You know, um, I like, yeah, it wasn't in my it's personal spectacle. top 10. Yeah. I had a great time. I yeah. thought it was beautiful. Yep. Um, you know, I don't know. It's kind of cool though. At, le- at least like with that and Top Gun, it's kind of nice to have a couple movies that are nominated that mm-hmm. are like incredibly popular that a lot of people saw. Exactly. Like, and just to be like, okay, maybe this wasn't one of the 10 best movies, but it's nice to have a blockbuster that you're like, this was very well made. And like, oh great. yeah. And like, you know, like even if I'm like, I probably wouldn't have put it there. You're not like, mm-hmm. what a, what a farce. Like how No, insane. no, I, I can see why they'd, they'd put it in there. Yeah. Banshees of Inishirin. I loved it. I think this might be my pick for best. Like, I know it's kind of like one of the front runners. And as much as I loved Tar, I think maybe I just gravitated more to this, like, more of a folktale type of a movie. I, that's the only thing I can say. I mean, I love it. I don't know. Um, that is up there. Like Banshee's Nope. Those like other movies I listed that were like kind Mm -hmm. of four and a half. Those are all basically like for me, my two through like six were all interchangeable. Mm -hmm. Like Fableman's Top Gun, Babylon, RRR, No Banshees. Like on any given day, those could be flipped around. Like I did love Banshees as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Nice. Uh, Elvis, I liked it more than I thought I would. That's good. Because 
that makes biopics. one of us. Yeah, <laughs> and not by a lot, but like, <laughs> but uh, biopics are like a hard sell for me a lot of the times because yeah. they got to do something different. And I think why other than just tell somebody's story. And I think it did enough different. I think that's why it stood out to me. And to that point, like it being told more through the eyes of another character rather than Elvis. I think that helped it. What it didn't help though. I think everything about that movie felt as, as much as it was supposed to be like this intimate portrait. I think everything was kind of like kept at arm's length and that, that doesn't fly for me. Like, you know, it's like, I don't know how to necessarily how they would have fixed that, but yeah, it just seemed like it. Baz Luhrmann's style is so crazy, colorful, weird, and wonderful, and all these things. And I just feel like that was a hindrance to the character aspect of this, to where I wasn't like living in this person's skin, you know? That's a so. fair. I think that's like the reason I felt a little bit like sad at the end was not because of what the movie was doing, but because you're like, damn, man, like he, yeah. um, he really fell off quickly at the end, like yeah. health wise, how he was like sound, like, mm-hmm. you know, and that's more about just like Elvis as a person, not the movie. Not the, it for me. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, everything or everywhere all at once, uh, is great and original far too long. And that's why I don't think it should be <laughs> best picture. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know. It's great I and original. Just, you know, I would. I lo- to... It would be cool for indie film everywhere. Yeah, it would know? be. And like that's the thing. It's like kind of hard mm-hmm. to dog on it if it wins. Of like, uh, not for me, but like impressive how they pulled it off. Mm-hmm. You know, good performances. Maybe not ones that we think should be like nominated across the board, but like mm-hmm. entertaining. Um, I don't know. It yeah. would mean it means a lot to a lot of people. Like people do love it in a way where I'm like a little confused. But at the, if it's that many people that love it, I have to mm-hmm. kind of be like, okay. Does it? Do I need to take yeah. a second Is it look me, here? Maybe, yeah. And it's okay. Something's just not for you. Yeah. I absolutely. think we also have to remember that. Like, how often does like the best picture win? How often is the best picture winner actually like the best the movie best. of the yeah. year? True. And it's like it's weird, you know. There's so many people. Especially now that there's it. ten of them to yeah. pick from. Because you got so much different stuff here, you know. Yeah. Tar, my other best pick, because it's damn near yeah. perfect. We've talked about it so in there almost every category. So. Yeah. Uh Fableman's I already kinda said is a little too yeah. A little too still a little too cheese ball for me. That's um, fair. Um didn't know what some of the actors were doing, namely Michelle Williams. <laughs> um and yeah, just kind of a yeah, little masturbatory. Yeah. So just not for me. Um, but I still, I can't stress enough how much I like this stuff about like art and the rest of your life. And I think those are like timeless. I think, yeah. I think more movies should be made about that. Um, Top Gun. So freaking good. So good. I wrote, okay. So much better than the original. The way. <laughs> I dare say the original wasn't even good at all. I agree. I, didn't, I, don't, I, agree I with recently you. saw it. Me too. Not good. No, it like before. I, and this was before I saw it before this one purposefully because I'm like, I want to judge this on its own terms. I had seen Me it before, too. but I forgot it. Okay. And now I see why is because it's not memorable. It's not memorable at all. It like lacks a third act entirely. Nothing really happens. Like Top Gun, like they they followed a much better formula here. Like this thing didn't have to go as hard as it did. No. And it I, went ham oof. 
and it was it had a good love story. They took time for certain things that they needed to take time for. They had a huge action sequence at the end. It could have ended there. I actually thought it was going to end where you know when the the big to do actually happened, but no, they kept going for like fifteen minutes, and it like this movie felt so complete. Like I don't know. I'm with you. Awesome. I yeah. also am like. Uh, watched the first one in preparation for this one because I was like, oh, I haven't seen it. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's a kind of like a pop culture staple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bo- it's boring. It's boring. Like <laughs> yeah. for a movie that's supposed to be about like f- fighting and like flying, mm-hmm. it wasn't entertaining. Uh, I was kind of just like, what's all the fuss about? Mm-hmm. It probably it like feels like a lot of I'm sure like 90s and 80s movies mm-hmm. where it's like if you saw this in your like teens, oh, it's gonna mean a ton yeah. to you. But like. Coming to it for the first time yeah. in my thirties, I was like, I don't. I've seen it, so many better action movies. Yeah, and yeah. like, yeah, there wasn't a lot of um, heart to it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. In a way it's that pretty I surface. was just like, yeah. oh, I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, Top Gun Maverick was amazing. Yeah, they actually made it like a good movie. Well, I think they kind of were rights. like, let's yeah. what. You know what movies rule are the Mission Impossible movies. Let's make. This is Mission Impossible movie, but like we have to fly to get there, basically. Yeah, yeah. And that formula works really well. To your point, yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise and Jennifer Connelly, like pretty good chemistry. Like you mm-hmm. buy the mm-hmm. like, you know, seeing each other for the first time in a while and like sort of falling totally. in love. And you're like, oh, okay, there was something here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The new like pilots that come in, like um, there's a handful of them that all kind of get their moments. Mm-hmm. And... They could have made so many other choices, I think, that would have made it more cheesy and, like, mm-hmm. worse. And they yeah. were just like, let's, we got to go hard with the action scenes here. Like, yeah. let's make sure every, like, 30 minutes we're doing something sick. Yeah. Uh, and it's honestly, like, yeah, there are a few blockbusters where I feel like that sort of thrill the whole time. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Tom Cruise is a movie star. He's a star. I'm so hyped for the new Mission Impossible movie. This oh, year. I can't freaking stand it. It's going to fall out. Oh, is like, oh yeah. So, so good like, to the top gun point where I'm like, I will watch this again and like, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen like mission impossible fallout probably like five times. Yeah. And that's a movie where it's like every time it, it's just as good. Yeah. Uh, it never gets worse oh, for me. I'm just like, so yeah. good. And I feel like yeah. I'm glad that top gun, Plus, I mean, there is a lot better technology to like shoot in planes and mm-hmm. make it, it. It is real now. They're actually flying yeah. those planes, and like you do feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great stuff. Ah, oh, loved yeah. it. Um, Triangle of Sadness, uh, <laughs> the Age of Eat the Rich. Uh, yeah, I think that's what this movie. That and the menu, obviously. <laughs> oh yeah, the menu. I like the menu. The menu too. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Triangle of Sadness like started really strong and I, I, I do think like across the board the acting is so good the directing of the actors is so good um, I think it fell apart for me while Woody Harrelson and the other guy are kind of like trading quotes back and forth yeah. between was it communism and capitalism basically yeah. or socialism I can't remember yeah socialism Social yeah like Cap- Woody Harrelson's the yeah. ship captain of this like yacht ship but he's a socialist that's and right the other guy is like well, I mean, like, yeah, he's rich dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's kind of what fell apart for me. It's just because I think that 
is where it started to drag where I was like, what is happening on this ship? And like the whole time there, you show this like old lady sliding around and puke and like, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty gross. Yeah. I mean, um, not that that wasn't funny, but like, I feel like it just kept going on. It wasn't you know? for me. I really liked them going back and forth. I found like both of them very compelling, mm-hmm. but in no way from that moment on, mm-hmm. there's like no subtlety in the movie. It's just telling you like, this is a yeah. sad, t- like we don't like rich this people. Like it. this is yeah, why totally. And you're just kind of like, okay, I get it. It's less interesting. Cause it's like, yeah. you know, that a lot of movies try to say that. And like, that is a big thing that like people talk about now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like that was the, the that conversation to me was not was the peak of it, and then it fell off sure, after that. And sure. for you, it sounds like it was, the peak was before, and that kind of pushed it. Was like it. during. It's I think it was because it like, was just yeah. that's where it started to get yeah. long in the tooth, basically. That's fair. Yeah, because yeah, what they were saying is like interesting, but I think it was just like just like you kept cutting back to this old lady like sliding around and puke too many times. It's yeah. like they just kept cutting back to more and more quotes of these people too many times, and then as soon as that everything happens after that i think they could have said it in half the time basically that's fair so i think they could have trimmed like 20 minutes off that movie cool so uh, so that's why i wouldn't get a best pick for me just because like not all the pieces are working there yeah but then uh i haven't seen women talking but i heard it's great and i want to see it, it is so, yeah i highly recommend but yeah. um i'll get to it okay one so it days. sounds like for you number one banshees of inner i go banshees I go Banshees nice. and then Tar, nice. even though I think, I mean, catch me on a different day, Tar. Yeah. But, tar for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just. And then creeping up there is All Quiet. Yeah. I think All Quiet is. Okay. So when phenomenal. I saw All Quiet, I was like, <sighs> I, I really respect this movie mm-hmm. and like, am blown away by it Mm -hmm. but it's hard to right after you watch something that like Mm -hmm. difficult to watch be like oh i loved this movie oh yeah with more time away from it i'm like Mm -hmm. what a film like how do you accomplish something like that make it that affecting make it look that beautiful um get your point across like make it feel like it's told in a timely fashion yeah so same thing like i wouldn't have it winning but if it did win i would be like absolutely deserved oh um, yeah and and maybe the only reason i wouldn't have it winning to the same point where you're like is it too much war basically and i'm like <laughs> is it i too think much it, of I what mean, it yeah, is it's yeah. too hard to watch like, yeah to the point where it's yeah. like i don't know how i can recommend uh or like i i personally like part of me when i like rate movies or like i mm. i think about them part of it is like would I watch it again? Did I have like a great time watching mm. it? And like, not ev- I love movies that challenge me as well, like this yeah. movie. So it's like not every time, no. But I'm like, that makes it, it a movie that I can go back to, and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm hyped to watch this again. Like, yeah, we'll just m- push it over the edge, and like because it's so, <laughs> it's so hard to watch at it, times. I'm just uh, like, it's devastating. Yeah, yeah. And like it wasn't. It's interesting. Yeah, it's not like the gore, the violence, like. They show that throughout, but mm-hmm. it's not like, I don't know. I've seen movies with a lot more like blood and gore mm-hmm. and stuff, but it is just like, oh, you're, you're in world war one for the, like 95% of the movie. And yeah. it is just like, whoo. Oh, the setup and yeah. everything to where they're repurposing these uniforms. Oh yeah. It, they really put you in yeah. how terrible that was, but 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. If that won, I would just be like, de- well deserved. Yeah. Very well deserved. Absolutely. Um, cool. All right. That's, that rounds it out, though. That's it. So we got a couple like honorable mentions or some random movies that we haven't talked about, really, that we want to throw out there. Yeah, let's throw them out there cool. after this. Cool.